When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for all your shaving needs. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate hygiene bundle for the men in your life, the Performance Package. Help him join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 90 day fiance WTF at manscaped.com. That's 90 day fiance WTF at manscaped.com. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I am Nadia, and with me is my co-host, who chose me over a bikini. Um... <laughs> hey, Nadia. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? <laughs> hey, Lon. Yes. Keep that tempo. Don't stop moving. Don't stop moving. Keep that tempo. <laughs> they did it again. I was like, man, come on. <laughs> Do you want to start with Jibri? Jibri and, and Yona. Sure. So, all right. I understand the band is important. I also believe Miona is important. I think, though, they're approaching at it. Both David and Jibri are approaching at it like it has to be like one or the other. Mm. And it doesn't have to be. You mm. can do both. You have to just have to make time for both. And right. when you make time for both, you have to be honest about where the relationship is going to be and where the band is going to be or the, the priority, right? So you can tell Miona, well, for X amount of time, we have to prioritize the band. If you want this beach wedding and you want us to move out of the house, then you know I have to prioritize. This is how I would approach it. I have to prioritize my music. And I'm sorry about that, but it's got to be this way. If if all of these things that you want are going to come to fruition, I need to make money. And this is how I make money. So, you know, you can have both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. I can't get married because I'm doing music right now. Yeah, why not? You, you totally can. Let this be a journey that you share together, right? And the way David's phrasing it is like, she's getting in the way. Well, if, if you get that situated, then she doesn't have to be in the way. I think that becomes more of a relationship between Miona now and, and David whether they get along or not, that's something they can work on. So like, I don't know how I feel about the fight. I think maybe it was staged so that they could have the conversation with the Rakia. Is that what they call it? Rakia? Rakia or whatever. Is that the female MC or? or No, the the moonshine drink. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, He said in, in his culture, in David's culture, whenever you have a fight, you have to talk it out over a drink. Serbian moonshine. Yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, for me, it was like this conversation was set up so they could have a one-on-one. And in order to have this, they needed a fight. So then yeah. the fight was staged is where my mind went with that. But yeah, I thought that was interesting that, you know, I don't know a lot about Serbian culture, but that's actually pretty interesting. I wouldn't mind getting in fights and arguments now. 
If I knew this was going to, hey, man, you know what we're going to drink about this later on? But for now, like, knuckle up. <laughs> so, and, and we'll have a drink later. But <laughs> yeah, that's a good so, lead up. Right. Yeah, like, we're, you know, we got to drink this. So at first I was like, whoa, this is major. How can they just ignore it? How can they just think? But I get it. Like, if fights are kind of like normal, this is how we conflict and this is how we resolve. It's not resolved until we have a, a drink and talk about it. Then I could kind of see that. Like, we're just going to get into it. What happens, happens, but we're still family. We're going to drink a little bit and, and talk this out. So I thought that was actually interesting. Yeah. I found the song very catchy. I like how uh, Dacho dropped the Serbian lines on the song. That was really cool. I wouldn't mind checking them out on Spotify. I'm not sure if they're on Spotify, but maybe after this, I'll I'll try to search for their music. And a shout out to, I forgot what his name is, but during the fight, he kept his helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> But my thing is, what was his part in the music? Is he the producer? I know. Like, he's he's kind he of the guitar. He the mask on. Because I'm like, what is Jibri's part too? Like, is Jibri just a hype man? And again, maybe this is where we need to listen to the song and hear, you know, the female MC was sick. Yeah. Dacho, obviously with his Serbian lyrics. But then I don't know what Jibri and what was it? Space Cash? I forgot what his name is. Like, I don't know what their I think it is. Are. Yeah. <laughs> But shout out to him for keeping the helmet on, you know, during the tussle. Right. <laughs> Are we ready to move on to Kara and Guillermo? I had one one more thing to say about Jibrin. Yeah, go for it, man. How do you feel about, and she voices this a lot, Miona wanting him to choose her over his mom all the time? Yeah, that's... It's like he should choose me, right? That's, That's not, not how I approach conflict. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll I'll stick up for you, but I'll choose who's right, right? Or I'll I'll yeah. With, I think right? it's not about the person, but rather, like you said, who's right. And I don't like when people start to pit you against your family member. Yeah, like imagine kinda... you, Juan, if you fight with your significant other, and she'd be like, "Okay, well, it's either me or your twin brother," and you'd be like, "Okay, now you're stuck between a rock and a hard place." Yeah, like, who do you pick, right? Yeah. Shouldn't it be about who's right and who's wrong rather than who's who? Right. Yeah. And and obviously I wouldn't, you know, I'd still be supportive of my partner or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like it can be like, no, you need to choose me. That's just it. Yeah. You can't be right 100% of the time. That's just not, <laughs> that's not <laughs> yeah. how it goes. Yeah. But anyways, she mentioned it again. And she's mentioned it in previous episodes too. So when she mentioned it again, I was like, it's time to talk about She's testing about him this. on the relationship. That's what it is. Mm. Right, not right. cool, not cool. But yeah, how about that wedding venue shopping? Seventy five hundred for that. Yeah, for, plus, on a weekday. Uh, plus chefs and stuff. I don't. I haven't been shopping myself, but I think it's not even so much about the price. It's that she shoots him down. It, it was kind of like it, it brought me back to when Ari was just shooting down Benny. All the idea, time. yeah. Right. Yeah. So when it comes down to Guillermo's wants and his needs. It's not so much, okay, you got me this time. You were right about the pricing. I get it. The issue isn't that, though. That's not the issue. The the bigger issue is that he feels he keeps being left out. She keeps making the decisions without his input and his feedback. And it's just like, and then whenever he tries to say something, it's like, no, it's it's a hard no. Well, we haven't even looked yet. Well, it's because I'm right and I know. Mm. And I get it. Okay, you got this one, you know, but 
could we have just like went together and kind of explored this together? It's bigger than just the price tag of this venue, right? So let me ask you, what she did, was that teasing him or was that bringing him back down to earth? I think it was, for me, an I told you so moment. It mm. was... Um, Proving herself right. Right. Mm-hmm. She was like, all right. You know what I mean? And I kind of get that way at times when people kind of test me, but I know I'm like, fucking Google it then. That, it was one of those moments. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you want to see? All right. All right. Well, all right. <laughs> yeah. She even showed it in the interview. She made this face, right? And when he goes, okay, yeah, it's pretty expensive. She looks in the camera and she's, she makes that, I told you so face. It was more of that. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, we'll see who's, we'll see who's right. And you'll see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause if you're going venue shopping one, you just, you just don't stop at the first venue. You, you go compare it. Yeah. And maybe you would have found something at 55 or, or 35. Yeah. It's still expensive, you know, but it was a reality check for sure. But I don't think it was her caving in to, to what he was saying. I think she just wanted to prove it was a, an opportunity to prove how right she was. I also think that 7,500 for a barn or for a vineyard wedding, isn't that expensive compared to what Bay area prices right. are. Where do they live at again? Uh, I believe it's Virginia. Virginia. So it's actually not too bad because, you know, in the Bay Area, those mm-hmm. type of vineyards starts at at least 15 or 20K. Right. So for her to get it for 7,500 on a weekday, it's actually not bad. Right. But that said, the only thing I want to say is Kenny from, uh, you know, Kenny and Armando. Of course. Uh, he called Kara a poo-pooer. <laughs> Oh what? She real poo-pooer. Like she poo-poos everything. Like she shuts down everything. Oh yes, yes, of course. <laughs> that uh, Guillermo suggests or says. So yeah, that's the yeah. right word. I feel I've been looking for that word, and he said it during pillow talk, and I was like, "Yep, that's you the word." Poo-poo, poo-pooer. <laughs> yeah. And again, it comes down to him wanting a say in the relationship. It has to be fifty-fifty. So it's it's bad enough that she treats him like a child. And it just stacks up. She tells him how he spends his money or he gets the impression. I understand her side of it. Like, no, we're, I'm just trying to budget it. I'm managing it because, you know, I'm, I'm American. I understand how far the dollar goes mm-hmm. and I understand how much we have budgeted. It's not necessarily saying you can't buy a computer with your money. It's here's how much money we have. Yeah. Here's the things we have to do. We have to prioritize. So I kind of get that too, but like, you know, all these things that she's doing are very, very controlling. Comes down to what her ex said, right? Just say no. So like she does do things that are very controlling. But there are times too where I think he needs to grow up, right? Like mm-hmm. when he said, you make decisions without me and then um, it makes me look bad in front of your friends. You know, mm-hmm. like you decide you want to go to a party and I don't. And then you tell them I'm tired or whatever and it m- makes me look bad. She goes, well, what do you want me to fucking say? And I get that. So, Okay. Guillermo, this is where he needs to grow up. Mm. I get it. If you don't want to go out, that's great. You don't need to go out. But then don't force her to stay home. <laughs> All right. If she wants to go out with her friends, then she wants to go out with her friends. Yeah. And if you want to stay home because you're tired, be okay with that. And if that's what she tells her friends that, yo, oh, my fiance, he's, he's really tired. Big fucking what? Like, so what? Right. So you need to grow up. And you just can't say, oh, I'm staying home. You need to stay home too. <laughs> no, she doesn't, <laughs> you know? So like, that's kind of where the immaturity now starts to show, right? Like maybe those years, that gap, 
if he was the same age, he would understand that like, oh, I can't tie her down. Right? Mm, yeah. You know who else can it be tied down? Who's that? Eve? No. I think this is it. I thought it was it already when she said she wouldn't convert, when she kind of told him that, right? So I think mm. this is kind of the end of the line now, because mm. now he's literally voicing it to her. I understand you're an American woman, but I told you two years ago who I am. Yeah. You're wasting my time. That was, was a mic like, drop moment, honestly. He just straight up said it. Fucking yeah. wasting my time. Well, because I think on his end, like from his point of view, she's been to Egypt. She's seen how he lives. She should know by now, more or less, how or who he is. And so what does she expect when he comes over there? Like for him to just automatically drop all his Middle Eastern slash Muslim values and just Mm -hmm. become an American or become whatever that she wants him to become. Like, of course, he's going to voice his concerns and he's going to be very strict and it's part of his culture. Like I think we talked about this too last week. Shouldn't she know by now what she signed up for? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I want to play devil's advocate here too. I think too that he shouldn't sign up for this relationship, thinking that he could change her. Two way street here. Yep. Yes. Yes. Good way to. So yes. Just because you want to come to the U.S., you think that oh maybe the grass is greener on the other side. It doesn't mean that you can change her into someone that you're comfortable with from your culture you know someone who will subscribe to the same values as you it's going to be different and I think there has to be a compromise to be made here that said I mean again this can all be scripted and maybe this isn't an issue and they just decided to make it into one it's good you point that out because it is a two-way street it is a two-way street it's not all on eve Right. And he made this statement that I tweeted about when she said, you know, sometimes your religion can be like this and my friends are like that. And then he said something like, oh, don't connect my religion with the way you are. Like, that doesn't even make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're imposing. Yeah, it he's contradicting he contradict- yeah. himself in that same sentence. Come on, bro. Like, <laughs> that's your she's she's not really trying to, but you're kind of. You, are, you kind of are like trying to make her into like a Muslim. Yeah. Woman. And here's some notes I made like. He can make some small concessions too. I understand. Mm-hmm. Let's respect his religion. I got it. But there's some very small concessions he can make. Like, okay, she said she'd be home around 10. Said she was home around 11. Like, is that a big deal? <laughs> can you just give her that much, right? And then she did. I think she did say that like she would cut down on her drinking. But I do remember her saying that I can have a glass of wine and stuff. So then he did that guilt trippy thing again, right? He goes, are you going to drink? She's like, I would like to have a glass of wine. And then he's all like, can she have a glass of wine? Can you yeah. make that small? I get it, right? I get it. But he does this a lot. And I'm just like, come on, man. You can make these small little things. There's yeah. these little pockets of compromise, you know, where I, she's not completely flipping over and being like some sinful whore or whatever, yeah. <laughs> like, or whatever, right? She's not doing that. And like, okay, she came home late, but she was with friends. She wasn't out on, on the street. I don't know, doing whatever he thinks he is, like wearing a midriff. I don't know, right? But that's not what she was doing. She was with some friends and she wants to have a glass of wine or two. Fuck it. Like, yeah. can you make these small little things, right? I understand like some of the, the rules and stuff around it, but he can make these small little concessions, right? And it's like you said, they have to find this middle ground somewhere. 
mm-hmm. because she's not going to convert. But if that is the turning point, if that's the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? If that's the, what deal is it? Breaker. Deal breaker. Mm-hmm. If the conversion is a deal breaker, then it's a deal breaker and leave, leave while, uh, you know, you had a good time. It, admit that, that it was this fun was while it mistake. lasted. Yeah. Yeah. But if that's the deal breaker, she done told you, she told you already. I think what concerns me more, Lon, is the fact that they had two years to get to know each other and never spoke about what it's like to live with each other under one roof or never even tried it out. And maybe vacation couples are different from, you know, live-in reality couple, right? Yeah. When you're on vacation, everything is fun and dandy. You know, like you can pretend that nothing matters because you're on vacation. Mm-hmm. Or but- even on the even on the phone and messenger. It's right. different in this virtual space where you idealize and romanticize. Yeah. Completely different when you finally. You yeah. When you're under one roof. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like like he, he made a good point. Like they had two years mm-hmm. and nothing like this came up. I feel like that's the bigger problem. It's not really the religion stuff is probably the underlying. But the bigger problem is that there's no communication on, you know, this, these are two adults who didn't really talk about their relationship in depth before they decide to have the other person move in with them or even, you know, drop everything and migrate over. So I think I thought that was the bigger, that was the headline, basically everything else is ancillary. Um, But yeah, I get it that, you know, because this is reality TV, they're going to play up the Muslimness. They're going to play up how he's so controlling. He's from a very patriarchal society that likes to tell women what to do or what, what to wear, where, you know, whether or not they can go out. But really, I think it's all about communication. Like you said, if they can compromise, right? Then it's all about concessions and allowances. Like, okay, I don't wear a black thong, but you let me have a glass of wine. (laughs) (laughs) But he's like, no, 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 I want you to wear that. I know, right? (laughs) To me, I I get the feeling. um, I get the feeling that what happened was while they were on the phone, she thought things were doable. And she didn't think it would be this difficult to follow right mm-hmm. maybe and, they both thought that they could tame each other yeah i just feel like he's under the impression that she agreed to a lot of things that she said oh yeah that's that's fine maybe mm-hmm. i don't drink a lot or mm-hmm. yeah not wear a bikini okay like i feel like maybe over the phone and stuff she didn't know that it would be super restrictive mm-hmm. and she just kind of agreed because yeah he's, he's blindly really, agreed um, yeah blind, blindly agreed to things thinking it would be easy yeah, because from the way you see him speaking, he's very adamant. Like I told you this, and you know who I am, and we've yeah. spoken for two years. And if we put ourselves in his shoes, it almost looks like he's here going, <laughs> "WTF? You're not the person I was yeah. talking to. Like, where is this all coming from? You know yeah. about all this." So I feel like maybe he was prepping her, and at first she was like, "Yes," and then she thought she knew. But she had no idea. Mm. One of those. Then she comes here and she's like, oh, wow. Like, I really can't be in the same room as the guy doing my plumbing, you know, or I really can't have a glass of wine or you expect me home at 10 
like sharp, mm-hmm. like these little things that at first when he's like, you better come all on time. Oh yeah. You know, I could see them in passing. Like she's like, yes, yes, yes. Agree, agree, agree. Mm-hmm. Cause when you're falling in love and stuff like that, that you want to be the best for yeah. the person. You paint a really shiny, mm. very fantastical imagery of yourself. And right. then when reality sets in, that's when the, your true self comes out. And some people choose to look the other way. Some people choose to like sweep that under the rug. Maybe some people just want to sidestep it, thinking that they can revisit that later on. And maybe that's the case with Eve and Muhammad, is that maybe she's like, okay, she's yesing to everything. And then when this happened, when he finally moves over and moves in with her, she's like, oh shit, I didn't know it was that. Yeah like yes that stifling (laughs) yeah but hey i think it goes back to what we keep saying right like they both should know what they sign up for but hey lon yes are we gonna have a party a party party? Party? (laughs) (laughs) oh john (laughs) so i guess we found out that patrick isn't as angelic and innocent as we all thought he was this episode uh, changed uh, my opinion of Thais. And I think a lot of people's too, because I've read the forums and people are equally disappointed that mm. Patrick's mouth went around and uh, almost did it, <laughs> but couldn't get it up or something. <laughs> he couldn't, yeah. He was floppy, as he said. <laughs> I was drunk and I was floppy. Floppy. If, if the only reason you didn't cheat was because you couldn't get it up, you cheated. Yeah, you still cheated. Yeah, you fucking yeah. cheated. <laughs> you fucking cheated. That's why she's geotagging you. I mean, that's yes. why she's, you know, yes. geolocating you. So I don't blame her. But yeah. things like that does mindfuck people. Like they yeah. do affect women, especially, and make them insecure. I didn't appreciate the fact that he penders to it. Yeah. You know what I mean, Lon? Like when he called the other guests, the other female guests during the party. You know, when he, called, I, yeah. when, when he called them ugly, that's pandering to her insecurity, I yeah. feel. Because yeah. that you're playing it up. You're like, oh, don't worry. You're my queen. You're the prettiest Brazilian, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, it's because you done fuck her up like that. It just <laughs> seems so empty when you. he said it too. But yeah. you're the this and Brazilian. Yeah. And the look on her face. So, you know, I almost wrote her off as her being really bitchy to the guests when she Mm -hmm. was had her back turned and she was, oh, hey, and she wasn't trying to interact. But then when they went and had their privacy in the room and stuff, she turned it into her and how she was insecure. And it wasn't about the guests. It was about him. And she was like, Mm -hmm. I don't trust you. I I just felt so, so bad that I was like, why is she being really bitchy? And then it went to that scene. And then there was just this look on her face like she was worried about fucking Patrick and trying to have him maybe be loyal. And and then I think she even said, like, I'm insecure and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I really felt for her in that scene, you know? And yeah, it, it all goes back because you were disloyal, man. Like, I knew there was a reason for this. It takes me back to our, the previous season with the Colombian. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm so bad with names. Who everyone was like, she's the crazy one until you find out that fucking he sugar. cheated on her. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, like the sugar right. daddy. Uh, what, what was their cu- that couple again? There's a reason right behind every what we call maybe a crazy woman is there's a history there. And there's a reason women just don't flip out and do certain things because they're just like that. 
there's there's, there's pain, behind. there's trauma. Yeah. 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 It's it's usually because of some fucked up shit some guy did, <laughs> you know? Yep. So of course she's gonna want tracking devices and things like that. And like I get it. And my opinion for Patrick was never really high anyway. But you know, I started to feel a certain way about Thais. And now it's like, okay, yeah, well, Thais is justified. And, and I mm. feel really bad about Thais now, you know. Mm. Quick question before we move on. Mm-hmm. Giving someone lingerie in public, is that classy <laughs> or trashy move? It came with an iPhone. Right? Okay, so it's okay. It's classy then. It was a Christmas gift, right? Is this a Merry Christmas Religious gift? holiday. <laughs> is it Christmas though? Maybe when they filmed, it was Christmas. I don't it know. Was, it must have been Christmas time because yeah. like it was a Miss Claus outfit. I mean, he could get that anytime for her. That's maybe, true. Maybe that's but he his... called it a Christmas gift, though, I think. Mm, okay. Yeah. Maybe they filmed maybe that was during the film. Yeah. He's like, ooh, I love Mrs. Claus. Let me get her a Mrs. Claus. Like, oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. Whap. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know what's not funny, Lon? What's that? Bilal's house being what's... possibly a stage rental. <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The rumor has it that uh, it's not his house. Yeah. And that's why he's so OCD. You know, OCD. Quote unquote. Quote unquote. About, it. <laughs> about keeping it clean. Like, damn, everything in this fucking house is white. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to stain it by sitting on it. <laughs> apparently, some folks actually screenshot some of the items in the kitchen with price tag. Still, what? Yeah, still oh attached to it. So, I mean, it's not a far fetched idea that. The house might have been a rental and to answer the question of how is he able to drive a nice car apparently a lot of folks came out to say that when you're a house agent what matters is how you present yourself so obviously a nice suit nice car because that's how you attract your clientele is mm. you have to portray that look that you're successful mm-hmm. Right. I'm not saying that he couldn't have owned all of that. I'm just saying that it's becoming more believable that house may not business be. expenses. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These are just business expenses. He's getting tax write-offs on this right. rental on a rental property in a in a leased car or something. <laughs> yeah. Someone did a research and found out that his family has like I think three properties under their name, but mm. he's paying tax for them or something. Like Bilal is paying the tax property on the house three families well one of them is a childhood home oh oh okay yeah so that one that we're seeing on 90 day fiance might be one of those property that's under his dad's name apparently i allegedly that's what someone in the webs have said the interwebs what about and we kind of touched on this earlier but it's been brought up again this time with some context Mm -hmm. shida says Umi isn't really a term for mom. It's a term for older person. Right. And we talked about that. Remember yeah, when, you when mentioned it. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And so, the daughter still doesn't want to call her that. Yeah, because she's Americanized. Yeah, okay. You know, it's like to her, it's weird. But to someone like us who have been taught that, hey, you call your seniors, whether you know them or not, or whether they're related or not, by that title, it's a sign of respect. So I don't think kids nowadays get it. Yeah. You know? That's why I was like, she already explained to you what, you know, the context she's using it in. It's almost like they're resistant to showing her respect. I was like, huh, that just kind of just rubbed me the wrong way. Like, 
that's in almost every culture. There's, you know, there's terms of endearment that way where you use it as respect. And she was just being very, very resistant to that. So I'm like, all right, well, first name basis it is then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of their argument? I think Bilal uh, always thinks he's right. He refuses to see things from her perspective. And I think there's some gaslighting going on. Oh, yeah. 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 Can I also make an observation? I feel like they both talk over each other, but I can see how Bilal is is the instigator or Bilal kind of like triggers her because he triggers me (laughs) whenever he talks to her, talks down to her too. I noted that too. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't let her get a word in edgewise. Like yeah. she'll be talking. Him, eh. yeah. I'm just like, can you let her finish? Yeah. Just let her finish. <laughs> yeah. But all that said, apparently they've been spotted in New York City holding hands. And I think a lot of the viewers suspect that all the couples on this season, they're already starting to film the tell all because I think someone spotted Kara and Guillermo and, and Muhammad and Yves and all that. So, yeah. I know that the word's out that Bilal and Shaida are already married. Married, yeah. Do, do we know if they were married at the time that this was filmed? And is this all fabricated? Do we know any confirmation we, on that? We did see the certificate and it was during the filming of... Oh, during the filming, okay. Yeah, if not before. Yeah, by the time they filmed, I think, or by the time they were being filmed, they were already married. And also, again, reminder, they're already married in the eyes of God. The three Right, oh, Inca. true, true, true. Yeah, true, so true. I consider that married. Right. Okay. You right, know? right. Right. So, right. So yeah, it doesn't this matter. This whole night. Yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter at this point. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what doesn't really matter, Lon? What's that? Having $4,000 to your name because your father-in-law is not impressed. Yeah. That's going to last, what, a couple months at most? Uh, yeah. Apparently it doesn't stretch. $4,000 doesn't stretch in the U.S., especially the Bay Area. <laughs> no, but no. I feel bad though, because I feel like I came to the US with not a lot. And if someone were to tell me like, oh yeah, you have $4,000 to your name. Yeah, you're not going to survive. Like I would feel so demoralized and I would yeah. feel so disheartened. Like for him to kind of like, not really shut him down, but sort of yeah, put the pressure on him, but not on his daughter. Because look, dude, you're daughter is 29 years old i don't know the fuck she does she's a babysitter or something but why bring kobe over to the u.s like who's sponsoring kobe Mm -hmm. this visa because you need to prove that you're able to support this person right so who's supporting this person if not the dad right and they already know or they should know that he doesn't even have a a work permit so what's all this stuff about what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What's your plan? Well, his plan is going to be to chill for a little bit <laughs> because he can't right? fucking work. Yeah. yeah. You know, I felt bad for Kobe too because I don't really think he meant it like this is going to last me a while. I feel he meant like I'm doing my best. I, I saved up this much money mm-hmm. and I hope it helps. And it would be cool if you would help us out, if you would help us out too, right? So he's, he's saying I'm doing my part. Yep. Like before I got here, this is how much I saved up. I can't work right now. You know what I mean? And yeah, so, and I get it that Emily is a full-time mom. I get that. But Kobe's here now and he can raise the son. And you've been getting some help from your parents. Like if they need to, they could probably watch the kids too. But if they couldn't, Kobe's there. So Emily, really, why aren't you looking for a job when you know that he's not going to be able to work? 
And, and I think that's basically the general consensus right now online is what is stopping this woman from working? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because you got Kobe as your daycare in a way, right? And even your mom could help out, could chip in. Yeah. So what's stopping you, yeah. the local, the U.S. citizen, from actually finding work and supporting your own family while your man waits for his work permit? Yeah. 2022, you know, stay at home dad. Shout out. Is a, is a thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, get your ass to work, Emily. <laughs> yeah. Can I read to you some of the things that people have said about Emily and Kobe? And yeah, let's hear it. Comment on it. So someone commented on Reddit that Pops over here is interrogating Kobe about having a plan when it's clear that Pops himself has no plan and never had any plan for how to handle his own adult daughter who drops mm. out of college goes off to China, comes home pregnant, barely works, has never paid a bill, now wants to sponsor her baby daddy from Cameroon. It's clear that Pops has been 100% reactive for the past 20 years, but all of a sudden, now he expects other people to be Mr. Responsibility. Mm. Something about having Kobe in the house seems to have triggered Pops into lecture mode. Facts. Right? Yeah. 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 And also, there are a few more here. When he said Emily has no idea how any of this works, he was basically absolving her from any responsibility she has to Kobe as a provider and adult partner. Mm. I mean, her mom called her out, right? Her mom said, you don't know how it's like to live in the real world. You don't know how to pay your bills. You don't know how to budget. I guess I forgot his name, but Emily's dad got triggered just because Kobe told her to STFU. But he should, you know, lecture his daughter first. I feel. Yeah. And they always conveniently not tell the whole story. Right. It's always about him saying, shut the fuck up. Like, where's the lead up to that? Where's the provoking that that went into that? Exactly. I just feel bad. Like, he's coming out here looking like he's just a savage. Like, he's just telling his fiance to shut the fuck up for no reason, right? And I get it. I get it to step too far, but there was emotions involved here. He was being scolded and being told what to do. And he's, he's working hard. He was like, being incessant too. Like mm. I, can't, I can't, I really can't with her. Yeah. So another comment, you failed her as a father. Then if she doesn't know how to survive on her own, Kobe is not allowed to work for a long time. So Emily needs to fucking grow up and learn how to be a goddamn adult. Yeesh. I, <laughs> and this person, this comment just grew into a monstrous rage when they saw him say these things to Kobe. Emily is immature, childish, a fucking daddy's girl, and deliberately painted Kobe in a bad light during the whole he told me to shut the fuck up fiasco when she was the one criticizing the way he was shoveling horse shit. I hate her, I hate her mom, and I hate her dad. They are all unfair and awful to Kobe, who frankly has only overstepped once when he made the comment about her breastfeeding. Sorry, I'm venting. This was just really frustrating to see him take the responsibility that his own daughter should be shouldering and plop it on a guy who can fucking work. Mm -hmm. Last one. I don't think he's a total asshole, but and by that, I think this person's referring to the father-in-law, but I didn't like how he handled this conversation, at least what we saw. Kobe saved up a year's worth of salary from Cameroon before moving to the US. That's impressive. Mm -hmm and speaks to his ability to earn money and support himself. He could have broken the news to him that $4,000 doesn't go as far here more gently and recognize what an accomplishment that is. I felt so bad for Kobe in that moment. I also dislike how he's putting it on Kobe to support the family when he can't even work for months. 
now that Emily has reliable childcare, she needs to be out there finding a full-time job that can support them. Kobe can find one later once his paperwork and Coben's childcare is sorted. Also, I believe Kobe's suggestion about taking over the business was more along the lines of, hey, family is really important to me and I'd love to get involved in the family business and maybe eventually I could take on a large role or take over the daily running of it so you can retire and I'll support the family. Mm. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but it came across to me as him trying to do a positive thing and immerse himself in their family, but the language barrier didn't do any favors. Seems right. like the dad took it as entitlement and an insult, which was sad because I think Kobe's trying so hard to get good with her family. Right. I think he meant well. Yeah. With that, with that too. I think so Definitely. too. Yeah. With that bombshell, Juan, let's wrap up with our WTF moment. All right. So I want to say this time it was uh, Patrick with the news about his infidelities. It was an eye-opening experience for me because like I said, I started to think a certain way about Thais and I knew she was really sweet, like from the beginning, but there was just something that was really off-putting about her tracking him all the time and her not trusting him and things like this. And I was just like, what, what is this about? And then now it comes out. And then once I took a sympathetic look at it, and then the way she started acting surrounding that with the context now, and when the girls came into the home, having this context, it framed my perception differently. Mm. All right. Well, my WTF moment is... And I cannot decide, but it has to be the fight in the studio. I actually feel bad for the sound engineer or the producer right. because he has to watch a couple of guys just vent it out. And I actually felt bad for the female MC, and I forgot her name. I apologize. But I mean, Jibri slamming the door on her, that's mm, some people say it's okay, but some people are like, oh, it's disrespectful. And I thought that was also WTF. But right. I'm glad that they made up over rakia <laughs> yeah and you know the song sounds dope so like i said i might be checking it out keep that tempo oh. <laughs> <laughs> cool all right so Lon, just a couple of uh in other 90 day fiance news asuelu and kalani are no more really yeah they have wow. apparently split up for real for real this time wow weird yeah, i know some folks have spotted Asuelu has declared himself single on his TikTok. And Colini hasn't missed her words when she called him a sack of shit on social media. Damn. <laughs> see, that's so weird because I don't follow them closely. But yeah. the posts I did see, they were happy and doing mm. dances and things. So I was always under the impression that, you know, despite what we saw on TV, that things mm. were actually okay. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, so it was actually accurate. And then the stuff they were sharing was the facade. Yeah. So, okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. Damn. Last shit, one. Huh? Last one. So remember how Stepanko was selling her farts in a jar? Isn't she selling like sweat now or something like boob yep, sweat? Yep, she's back sweat? with boob sweat in a jar. Oh and she's my Apparently, yeah. earning thousands of dollars, dude. I, I cannot think of someone who's a bigger clout chaser than her. Like, I get it that maybe to some people that's entrepreneurial, but that's just sick when you try to. It's at this point, it's a con. I feel like why would you <laughs> want boob sweat? 
Like seriously, dude. Like I and the way she's doing it too is she went about it the wrong way too. I think someone commented that she should have gone to a sauna instead of baking herself out in the sun because I mean all that UV, you know. Yeah. I don't know if she put on sunblock or anything, but if she keeps doing that, I mean, just for boob sweat, like come does on. Does she man. does she collect it and then wring it out so that you get actual liquefied I, I have no idea how she collects it i don't want to think about it i don't want to find out but <laughs> I, I, don't, I just read the headline am i weird for asking <laughs> you're great now i feel today. weird for asking <laughs> <laughs> all right Lon, before we end the podcast let me just if you don't mind uh if i indulge a little bit we just want to give a quick shout out to one of our uh, i guess follower or listener who left a really, really kind uh, review on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yes. Uh, y'all, if you guys feel compelled to support us, you know, a small nonprofit <laughs> podcast, give us a five-star rating, you know, if it's not too much to ask, you know, and spread the word. And yeah, use our discount code 90dayfiancewtf on manscaped.com if you're looking for that Father's Day gift. I know it's around the corner. Yes, KLY72 wrote this on May 18th uh, this year. The headline is so good and it's a five-star rating. So thank you, KLY72. Thank you. Uh, his review states that 90 Day Fiancé WTF is one of my favorites of this type of podcast. Hosts are obviously great friends. Gee, how do you know? Their rapport is fantastic and love their take on the show. So good. Give this one a listen for sure. Thank you so much. We love that. That's awesome. Right? Aww. Thank you, listeners. Send in those reviews <laughs> so we can read more of those on right. here. We, we love to get them and it let, lets us know how we're doing and it, it really makes us feel good. And it's a way to support. It's, it's a free way to support the podcast. It puts us up in the ratings, gets more people to listen to us and also to, to fall in love with us as well. So thank you so much. KLY72. KLY72. Thank you so much. Uh, and also thank you to everyone on social media who continues to engage with us, who leaves comments on our IG posts and stories and who tweet to us or retweet our posts. Really appreciate all of y'all. All of y'all. Yeah. All of you. <laughs> uh, Lon, before we wrap up, truly wrap up this time, uh, do you want to recommend anyone, anything on that you're watching? I've really been into um, documentaries as of late. Uh, I mm -hmm. finished one about FLDS and this is probably the third or fourth that I've already seen, but it's on Netflix. You might've already seen it. It's called Keep Sweet, which is already a kind of a cringy title. Keep Sweet. Uh, and it's, it's about FLDS, Warren Jeffs, Rulon Jeffs cult out there in Utah, or I believe they relocated to Texas as well. So I finished, I binge watched that one. And then there's a couple, I want to say on Hulu, I'm watching one about the Menendez brothers, which I've always been about the fence on. And then I saw another one while we're on the topic of cults. There's one about uh, the Jonestown massacre mm -hmm. um, that I saw. That was really It's a really bullet one, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. What are you watching these days? Stranger Things. <laughs> yes, Stranger Things for volume one mm -hmm. is fantastic. I cannot say enough about it. I absolutely love the writing this time around. Not just this time around. I think, you know, the Duffer brothers are doing a great job with Stranger Things, the lore, the universe, the backstories. They're piecing everything together really well. 
I totally, totally recommend folks to check it out. Uh, Stranger Things for on Netflix. I'm also currently watching The Boys, and mm. recently started on Miss Marvel. I've yet to catch up on Obi Wan on Disney Plus, but that's definitely in my queue. There's a cartoon called Undone on Amazon. It's really, really good. It's on season two right now. I haven't seen season two yet, but season one was I consider really phenomenal. When I say cartoon, don't write it off. It's animated. animated yes, series. it's animated in a very realistic style. Yes. And also this movie I've been talking about from um, A24, they made movies like Hereditary, to name a few, Minari, one of the Asian American ones that's getting really popular, but everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes, featuring Dato Michelle Yeoh. Oh my gosh. She's fantastic. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to check that out. I hear that's phenomenal. Phenomenal. And then that's an understatement. I don't want to hype it up too much, but blew me away. I'm sure you'll love it. Is that on Hulu? You can buy it or rent it. Um, so it's on Google Play and okay. um, Amazon or right now is where I checked. But, you know, there's probably other uh, streaming services that you can pay for. I just mm. went ahead and bought it. I knew it's, it was something I wanted to own. And Amazon had the UHD version. Google Play at the time only had HD. Mm. And so I'm all about getting that 4K experience. So I, I went with Amazon on that one. Sweet. All right, folks, that's it from us. Any last words aside from Father's Day? Use our discount code 90 Day Fiance WTF on manscaped.com to buy you a really great Father's Day gift. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely get that. I've actually been using that for a few weeks now, and it's a super comfortable shave. The ball toners and deodorizers smell really, really nice. Definitely the best product I've used in terms of grooming down there the plastic head fits on there and it's such a close confident shave i haven't gotten any nicks yet but definitely prevents that i highly 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 recommend it 20 percent off discount 90 day fiance wtf use our code at manscape.com right folks be kind to one another happy pride to all our lgbtq plus family out there Woo-hoo. happy pride and bye-bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, give us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is appreciated and really helps us out. You can also find us under listener support on anchor.fm and donate for as low as 99 cents or on Patreon at WTF Extra. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90 Day Fiance WTF. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode. We might even shout you out. Don't forget to like, share, and follow the podcast.